Recording? Is this it? <laughs> They're on, but no. <laughs> That's always how gr- great podcasts start. It's just like, are we recording? And then they're all. That's just that. Beca- that became yeah. the new norm at some point. Where uh, there was a point where that was like cool and interesting, and like the podcast was like, yeah. oh, I didn't know we were recording. Well, that's how casual it is in here. I just pull you in. Yeah, but now it's like every podcast starts that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah a lot of them do. It's okay. I mean, I think it, I still think it's the best way to start. Oh yeah. By the way, are we recording? I don't. I don't know. I'm just instinctually talking into the microphone. I know when I like listen to like my favorite murder or whatever, they spend like the first half hour just like chilling out before they even like start the podcast. Yeah. Hey, coffee? Anybody need coffee? Uh, drinks? I'm okay. Um, I'm good. Sugary treats? Um, you got sugary treats? I, d- I don't. Oh, I did. Well. That's just a big tease. What were they anymore? I had delicious uh, um, coffee, uh, like coffee hard candies that had real like caffeine in them. Oh, okay. So they weren't like Werther's. Better than Werther's. (laughs) That's that's a real, that's a real high bar. I like Werther's, yeah, but I mean, I can't imagine something better than Werther's. It's the, I can There's imagine. There's the uh, the. Uh, have you ever gone down for the biggest candy store in? They call it like the biggest candy store in the world or whatever, but it's in Minnesota. It's in this big. At one point, it was like a barn, and then they just keep like extending it down the road. Wow. Yeah, and well, it is how like much uh, candy. Some, is there to sell? It, they have. Uh, you like cotton candy? They no. have 25 flavors. <laughs> okay. I don't like cotton candy. but well, Maybe you haven't found the right flavor. Pat. That's true. I only know pink. Have you yeah. ever had hot cocoa cotton candy? <laughs> no. no. Well, they have that there. Have you ever had rain cotton candy? <laughs> <laughs> Is, are we recording? <laughs> ever had, uh, yeah. No, I'm, yes, we, um, nope, we're not going to record any of this today, actually. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm going to give it a proper intro so people know that uh, we legitimately started. Okay. All right. This is episode 236? No, that's not right. I'm on the wrong page here. Hey, that would be if Joe Zimmerman was here, but it's 238 because Ryan Hamilton and Pat Sussmilch are here. And this is No Laugh Track Podcast. I'm Justin Severson, the host, Circle of Heat. We played their music. That's what you heard there at some point. I think we probably threw that in there, uh, but here we are, and now we're really. This is it. Now it's time to get Oof. serious. No more goofing mm. around. Oof. No more Good. candy talk. I'm nervous. No more candy talk. I, I love candy talk. Unless it was Hall- Halloween week, then we can talk about candy. Oh. Otherwise, no yeah. candy. No um, candy whatsoever. Are we talking about candy? I'm trying to cut out sugar. I don't know. Because <laughs> oh. let me tell you, the like shaped Reeses you get for like holidays are the best. Honestly, the Christmas trees are the best. But oh, like the oh. eggs, the Easter eggs, pretty solid. They're better than just regular. Yeah, pieces. the chocolate to peanut butter ratio is different, and I honestly don't like that weird crumpled hard edge. And the shaped ones don't have that. So now you know more about me. <laughs> you know what? I'm on board. Okay, I'm on board with this. I think it's just. I think they taste the same, but I think it's just. What's that effect where you take a drug that's fake and then it placebo? Like a placebo? I think it's a placebo. Well, you know what? It's working. <laughs> Placebo I'm pieces. Fi- I'm not going to fight it. <laughs> I think that uh, just a different shape. How does that actually make it taste better? I just feel like it's a different chocolate to peanut okay. butter ratio. I'm going to eat one now, and I'm like, this tastes the same. Yeah. And then I'm just going to be pissed off. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. Can ruin I swear? It for you. Sure. Not, right. not in front of Ryan. 
Oh, jeez. <laughs> and then uh, here's a little tip for uh, the cheapskates that want to be uh, like a cheapskate like me. You go and get those non-traditional like Reese's things mm-hmm. the day after a holiday. Oh, yeah. You're a chump if you buy them before. Yeah. The week after, and they're like, you know, 75% off. No one, They taste the same. It's not like, oh, Valentine's Day is over and it's not going to taste as good. Right. Yeah. yeah. And sometimes I hide them from my wife and put wow. them in the uh, refrigerator, my little beer fridge downstairs. Wow. Yeah. You got a whole scheme. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't keep anything sugar in the house or just I eat it all right away. I oh, can't. Yeah. It doesn't last. What about a bag of sugar? <laughs> a bag of sugar. I uh, <laughs> Now I'm going to not be able to buy a bag of sugar. I never <laughs> thought of it as something that I could just eat, but now I do. I mean, you can get it. Yeah, I mean, you can just stick your finger in there or whatever you Here's want. Here's yeah. my theory on sugar. I feel like it's so dangerous, and we don't even know, that like sugar is going to be like smoking was like 20 years ago. Like in 20 years from now, we'll just be talking about sugar like we talk about smoking, people will be like, you could just buy ice cream. It was just like people were just walking around eating <laughs> Snickers. They just gave it to kids. Yeah. We, I think we really will talk like that. So between now and then, there will be like sections and restaurants separated, like the sugar-free. Yeah, you, I remember when I, they would give you sugary snacks on airplanes. I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they still have like the little Biscoff cookies on delta no i'm t- i'm saying that's what we'll say 20 years from oh now. i didn't know we were still in you that you know how people mode. go <laughs> i remember when you could smoke on planes people say that yeah i'm and still in the bit and yet they i thought I go, we were out uh, the bit didn't work so i'm just digging for it. like I, I gotta make it work you know i'm gonna reset here okay we are here at Acme. Okay. And uh, it's you two. Ryan's the headliner this week. Pat's the feature. And uh, it's going to stay that way. It's going to yeah. stay that way. Let's confirm that right now. It's Thursday tonight. Going to be the same. No yeah. flip flopping or. Oh, no. Unless something horrible happens to one of us. <laughs> Greg might get an upgrade. Yeah, if Pat gets injured, then I'm going to have to step down and be the feature. And that's call how, it that's a how new it headliner. works. Oh, really? Is that how that yeah, works? that's how it works. It's a weird the, system. Yeah. It's a weird the headliner system. is the feature's understudy? It's, just, it's tradition, yeah. and nobody knows why, but that's just how it goes. I don't. It's a thing that's just happened for generations in comedy. <laughs> that would be fantastic. Don't question it. Uh, who's coming out next? Show's over. Show's over. Sorry. No, that was it. Just the moment of silence <laughs> just like my picture on the bar stool for 30 minutes speaking of pictures this is what? all i really want to start uh yeah i want to talk about last night i came to the show okay okay uh, with my wife and a friend of mine and we were waiting in line to get the tickets yeah and i was, and my wife looks up and she saw you know the by the ticket booth it has everyone's you know uh eight by ten yeah photos mm-hmm. all you two and then greg coleman who also okay. worked you guys last night and my wife sees she uh, knew that you were working i'd already talked about that uh-huh. i didn't say anything about pat yeah she sees your picture and she goes oh oh pat and i go yeah pat and she goes oh i love him he's so funny and i go i i know this was a surprise for you yeah. uh and I go, I go. You know what? Now that you did this, I'm, I'm going to be sure and mention your reaction on the podcast nice. tomorrow. And then I go, you know, I go. I don't know if you know. You probably don't. I go, but he just moved to L.A. Then this guy in front of me in line goes, <laughs> "Are you talking about Pat?" And I go, "Or no?" He goes, "Who are you guys talking about?" And we said, "Pat." Oh, well, that's my son. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wow. Did you know that? Yeah. Did you know I crossed paths with Mr. Sussmills yeah. last night? Last night was the first night I ever met my dad. It was, uh, <laughs> wow. Pretty great, honestly. Wow. 
what a night for you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so weird. That he Justin didn't buy any merch, though. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I met your dad. That was a really, uh, that was cool. I didn't expect that. Was it that. magical? It was kind of magical. And then yeah. as we like both looked him in the face and we were meeting him, I was like, okay, nope, I see the resemblance. Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah, my dad told me after he's like, I met these two people. I don't remember their names. And I was like, nice. <laughs> Did he say anything about the podcast? I said, I host the podcast. He forgot that part, too. Uh, he did mention podcasts. I was like, it was probably Justin. And he's like, oh, I don't know, maybe. Tall, skinny guy. I'm yeah, like, yeah, that, okay. Yeah. Sure. So that was a good start to the show oh, yeah. last night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant the podcast. Oh, no. <laughs> it's also a good no. start to the podcast. Uh, this is a good start to the No, each, every five minutes, I'm going to update how, I, how I'm feeling about the podcast. <laughs> no. Um, I didn't see. Did he have better seats than me, though? Did he? Did you, did no you assign idea. him a seat? Did he pick I've, a seat? Do I've, you know? When I get comps for people, I'm like, put them like, towards the back. I don't yeah. want to accidentally see my friends or family <laughs> while I'm on stage because right. then that's just weird. Yeah, it's strange. You're talking about them. Yeah. It's weird. Making eye contact with them. And you do mention him. Or your family yeah, in your I set. Do. Yeah. Yeah. Was now there a they're not good at family. <laughs> <laughs> and like my dad's like, yeah, that's accurate. And oh. I'm like, cool. Had he seen, so like last night, the jokes that you were doing last night, has he heard most of those before? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, he has. Sometimes like my dad will come to the show and be like, oh, not a lot of new stuff. And I'm like, God damn it, dad. I know. <laughs> I know. It's hard. <laughs> It's weird because he only sees you like every six years or yeah. something. <laughs> he hasn't seen you since you were a child. He hasn't seen me since I was 14. <laughs> when I started comedy. <laughs> was there a... Uh, can, what was it like? What, can you think back, both of you, like the first time your parents saw you do comedy? I Yeah, I remember the first time my mom saw me do comedy. It was terrifying. I was doing a terrible one-nighter gig in the city, Idaho Falls, Idaho, which is renowned as one of the worst gigs ever. I didn't know that at the time. It just closed down, I heard, which made me so happy. Oh. But <laughs> it's been going for like, I don't know, 30 years or something. And it was this terrible gig. Everybody would show up to dance after, and they were just waiting for comedy to be over. And um, there's a lot of drinking. And um, I was opening, and it was just one of the worst um, rooms I've ever performed in. And um, that's where my mom first saw me do comedy. I'd probably been doing comedy like two years or something. And okay. so for her to see me in a bad environment like that is like not helpful, you know? She's very supportive, and I'm very lucky that way. And actually, she had seen me do comedy maybe like my third time ever but this was i i didn't do comedy for like three years like maybe no longer than that like five years after that oh that's right yeah, yeah. so i had a big gap in there i did it like three times and i didn't do it again for a long time so this was after that so she saw me one of those first times technically but okay. Yeah. okay what was what was so bad about that gig was it the people or like the setup or um both? it's just there was yeah there's nobody policing the room at all everybody okay. just waiting for comedy to be over every it just had this culture of the same people come every week and they know that there's going to be comedy and they're not there for comedy they're f there for what happens after comedy and so they just know that they just have to wait through comedy so people are just kind of talking and it just became that and it just existed like that <laughs> for like i don't 20 or 30 years and oh my God. it was really bad um yeah and there's lots of drinking going on yeah and um yeah it's just you know yeah. a that bad gig 
And um, and I suppose when you explain that to uh, you know your mom, like you probably you know this is a bad uh, environment yeah. for comedy. Like she probably doesn't even understand like the difference. Yeah, you hope that uh, I think she did, but she, I think her main concern was that like these are the types of gigs that you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I think she understood that there was a difference, but the concern was like these are the ones that you're doing. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> God. I uh, I didn't even t- I haven't spoken to my mom in over ten years, but I um, which that's just an aside. But uh, I that was told- because of the first time she saw you perform. Yeah, she saw me perform. Did a lot of <laughs> a lot of real. I was a real Def Jam back in the day. Uh, no, except I just- it was my mama. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, my da- I didn't even tell my dad I did stand up until like three and a half years in. Like I got hired here at Acme, and then that's when I like told him. So the first time he saw me was like here at really uh, and then years later he went to a, a show that was in our hometown of white bear lake and afterwards he was like why weren't they laughing and i'm like fucking i don't know <laughs> he's like he's heard the jokes here and like they crush yeah yeah that sounds like i'm bragging they don't they do okay um yeah you do they crush oh thank you and then no one like laughed and he was like i don't what's i don't understand and i was like eh, that's welcome what, what were you telling him that you were leaving to do those Weren't you living at at home at the time? I was. I was living at home. I, I you were just, leaving the house to go do comedy and just see ya. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. We didn't. We. You know. I was an adult. Sure. He was an adult. Both have chronic depression. Not a lot of. Not a lot of questions about each other's lives. I, I suppose not. I just like head out the door, and be like, later, bro, and he'd be like, what, and then I'd leave. <laughs> oh, you're back. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Did you go anywhere? Um, no. <laughs> uh, so the show last night was fantastic, by the way. Both very good. You guys oh, thanks. both did it was fun. very good. There it was, was some really good laughs I noticed yeah. in the in the audience. Do you notice that? Oh, you mean like distinct, specific laughs? I that thought you were exa- just talking about in the general sense. I'd I'm be not like, in the general sense. Yeah, they happen occasionally. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I know what you mean. There was a guy over here, stage right, who had a real distinct laugh. And the two women, and, and I wondered here. if it was actually Sai, but it, maybe it wasn't Sai. I don't know. Was oh. it a different guy? Did you mm, notice? I don't, I, yes, I noticed that Sai uh, was here. We were watching. If you know Sai, the, yep. But yeah, so he was here showering. He earlier. had a great laugh. Maybe that was him. But anyway, yeah, I noticed a laugh off to the right, and I don't know who it was. Is that something that you normally like? Because uh, like I was sitting over to I was stage left, mm-hmm. and uh, there were some uh, two ladies not too far from me, and they were just like, "Yeah, Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo! yeah, they were they were into it." Yeah. Oh yeah, I remember them too. Now that you said that, that must have been a very good impression because it sparked my memory. <laughs> <laughs> I immediately remembered who you're talking about. <laughs> I have family members that also laugh like that, so I've been doing that impression for years. For years. <laughs> It's always interesting when you have a good laugh. Like it's enjoyable to have it in there, but it's scare. It's risky to identify it because if you identify the weird laugh, then every time the weird laugh happens, it distracts from the rest of yeah. the show. So you kind of just have to ride it and just like know that it's there, but just sure, yeah, yeah, sure. I got you. Yeah, yeah. and it feels mean to point out someone's. Yeah, like, exactly. What are you having fun? Yeah, nerd. I always love it when people have a crazy laugh. I love it. Yeah, nerd, nerd having fun at a comedy show. Yeah, knock it off. Go off stage, slap drinks out of their hands, bully them a little bit. <laughs> what? Uh, when did you two meet? Not this week, I'm guessing. 
Yeah, it was this week. Oh, it does? Yeah. yeah. You go all the way back two days now. Yeah. yeah. Do we just have that kind of rapport that we obviously... <laughs> I was thinking maybe my next question would be if you, it was if you're related. No. Um, we might be. But I did I did get the impression you knew each other better than two days, so... Um, well, you know, world acting partners. We did that <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> Pat was kind enough to help me with an acting uh, audition I had to put on tape, so maybe we... Um, gathered some rapport that way yeah i, I yeah. think so yeah let's let's talk about that you uh can we sure i mean uh, we can talk about it. i don't think vaguely. we can talk about specifics sure I sure guess. yeah uh no we, uh, we can set it up by saying that you have you had an audition for yes. a tv show yeah and it, that sounds i mean it's just an audition it's nothing big the interesting part is just the process of putting something on tape on the road which is right like uh, yeah a really weird and it's always stressful so i got an uh and offered to do this audition, and they had an appointment set up for me in New York, and I'm here, obviously. So yeah. then the alternative is to put it on tape. And sometimes if I'm in New York and they're in L.A., I'll put it on tape anyway. But in New York and L.A., I have a tape service, so I can go in, and I um, pay them a little, and they put me on tape. There's a reader there doing what Pat helped me do today, and they have a camera all set up, and they edit it, and it looks nice. But what we did today oh. was... Um, I wrangled Pat and you in here to help me, and we set up my iPhone on a mic stand, mm-hmm. and we did it on the stage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, 2017 technology right yeah. there. So it's on my phone, and now i got to send it out to them. But, uh, yeah. That's a business? Like someone runs that as a full-time business where they're, yeah. you can go in and... In, Nor- in New York and L.A., those exist. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think they have also, like, it's part of a production company that does other things, okay. but they provide this service. Yeah, so there's like lots of them. I mean, not lots, but there's a few. And I call them up and I make an appointment. I'm coming in this day at this time. And usually auditions come up so quick that they're, you know, you have to, they're pretty like wide open. Like you got to be able to go like, I okay. got I to gotta get this in by tomorrow. So can I come in in the morning kind of thing? Who did it? Who does a better job reading the other lines, Pat or the professionals? Well, a lot of times when you go into these places, the people are professional tech guys. They are not professional actor readers. So definitely Pat. Definitely Pat. Yes. Okay. I'm, yeah. Pat, I'm Pat, raising my fist. Nice. Pat is a much better reader than a camera operator. Yeah. <laughs> you, hear that, you hear that, Hollywood? <laughs> I will gladly take a job just reading lines for actors. I think if you're, well, I'm sitting here like that sounds like a decent gig. What does that pay? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean they are tech guys, so their their real skill is knowing how to operate the camera, and editing, now, yeah. and things like that. But they may also have an interest in acting too, and I think that's a one thing that my acting coach used to tell me, which I never did, which I always wanted to do, was to volunteer for a casting director to be a reader in a casting session. Oh. Where you go in and so when they're just like, you know, actors coming in all day and you're reading with lines with them. And I think that would be really interesting and valuable. I've never done it, but I've wanted to because you get to see, not only do you get to read, but you get to see how everybody's choices are different. Right. And what yeah. sets people apart. Mm-hmm. Have yeah. you ever done an audition where like the reader like just just crushed it just like brought just like blew you out of the water i would love to have that but they <laughs> they generally don't give you a lot and i'm not sure i've never talked to a casting director about this but it seems like they want it to be somewhat flat because they want it to be even for everybody mm. and they want to see how you play when you're not given a lot because yeah. if someone comes in and acts it could change your choices based on reacting to them sure so 
generally you don't get much from the reader. But if you do, it's like a godsend. You're like, thank you. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking is that what what I saw happen, uh, you were doing that today on the stage, that 10 years from now when this TV series is out on Blu-ray and <laughs> digital on demand and they have all the extras, yeah. you, that – that uh, that audition yeah. is going to be in one of the extras. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going to be able to tell my kids I was there. I liked when you said you were watching me watch the taped version oh, and you were watching Ryan, my face. face watch myself. <laughs> and I immediately thought, wow, that must be really interesting because I am disgusted half the time or I'm like trying to change what's on the tape basically. with your face yeah you came yeah. around to the other side of your phone to watch the video and the first 10 seconds was anguish just like <laughs> what is this on your face not yeah, mine it's very on difficult. yours it's very difficult yes but then uh, like 10 12 seconds in then you started smiling yeah yeah like okay i think he likes this but oh my god that was yeah that was my favorite part it was uh, weird. Out. it was weird for me to listen to that because i was reading for like four characters so i just yeah. i'm talking to myself for like 30 seconds and then ryan has like one line and then it's <laughs> yeah, right. me for like 30 seconds again and yeah. it's just yeah it was strange there was weird. so much dialogue that wasn't the character it was weird have you but- I think I can ask this. Have you booked a job from doing these type of auditions? Uh, these send I've come in the tape close. auditions. I mean, oh, from an actual taped thing. No, no. Oh, I don't think so. Not that I can think of. Okay. Yeah, but you know, um, you know what? I came close one time. I came close, and then it was for a movie, and it would have been amazing. It was, a, and then the movie didn't get made. They hadn't actually cast the part, but I did have conversations with the um, the casting director over and over again, and they were like, this is getting very close, and I sent them several tapes. So it was a lot of back and forth, and then they ended up pushing the movie schedule off. So, How much interest do you have in... I mean, you're... And I this whenever I think of you, I think of uh, which is frequently, which is like... <laughs> you too? Whenever I'm awake <laughs> and sometimes when I'm sleeping. Um is I, whenever your name pops up somewhere, it is because you're because people are praising you of how funny you are. Oh, like well, at a festival nice. or like at a show. Oh, or, that's you know, nice to hear. I, I hear your name. I think more than anyone, legitimately. I oh, mean that. wow, like, that's I, nice. I see that all the time. You get so much praise. And, oh, that's nice. But what I want to so thanks. That's to say, yeah, you're welcome. And but to set that up is so obviously you're a really good comic. How much interest do you have in acting? Well, it's always it's something that I've. It's always kind of been on the side there, and I studied it when I moved to New York, and I started to like it, but I, you know, I'm always on the road, and stand. there's always something in, fr- in right. front of me that I'm working on in stand-up, but then these opportunities come up, and so, like, I just got this audition, so I'm like, okay, let's work on it. Yeah. So, it's, um, I do have interest in it, and I enjoy it. Um, a lot of it for me is finding the part that I like. When I find something that I like, I get real excited. Like this part, I really like. Okay. Um, but a lot of times, I g- find things that I'm not interested in, and then I have all this anguish about saying no. Or like, <laughs> how do I? G- I shouldn't say no. Yeah, I need to. Yeah. Yeah. So if it's something I like, I get really excited about it. Um, but yeah, I do have some interest in it. But um, as far as experience, like on set goes, you know, it's like. Um, I haven't done anything with re- any real regularity. I have little things pop up here and there. So I don't know, I guess, how much I love it until I really... Like, like if I had a regular job just doing acting, yeah, 
doing acting? Is that what actors yeah, say? Yeah, that's how you do it. Doing acting. Doing it. <laughs> yeah. Doing it well. Um, then I might have a better idea of how much I like it. But I, I'm fascinated by it. And I think anybody who studies acting, even for people who don't have any aspirations to become an actor, you can really gain a lot out of like acting class. Like you can learn a lot about yourself yeah. in an interesting way. We went, uh, by they had the parent teacher conferences at my kid's school a mm-hmm. week or so ago when we go to the yeah. we go to the i have a third grader and a fifth grader and we go to the classroom of the, my third grade daughter and they up on the door they have uh, like all the kids made a little thing like uh, they drew a picture of themselves and what yeah. they want to be when they grow up yeah and my daughter said actress wow she's the shyest little kid who like does uh, yeah i can see i mean uh, comedians are a lot like that too people constantly ask me and you probably get this all the time. Like, so you were the class clown, the really loud. Yeah. And I was like the opposite of mm-hmm. that, very yeah. shy. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more about observational. I always remember it, thinking things like, I bet if I said that right now, people would laugh, but I wouldn't say it. You know, yes. it's just like I thought it. Yeah. I'm nodding along. You're, you're nodding <laughs> along. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. For me, it's, I like, I can talk to a room full of people, but like, an intimate group. Mm-hmm. I'm exactly the same way. Were you good at Pat? Were you? Uh, I was terrible, like back in high school, of like um, standing in front of my class. I, I mean, I'll never forget. Like one of my worst, absolute worst memories of school was having to give a presentation, like social American history or social studies or something, where I had to stand yeah. in front of the class. I, I physically was. I couldn't even hold my note cards. I was. Yeah. My hands were shaking yeah. so much. Hmm. Like, why do I have no confidence that I'm just, like, this is awful. And it felt like no one else in the class had that problem. Uh, you know? Like, yeah. Oh. Um, Were you good? Were you? I was, I was, I liked uh, public speaking. I was on student council, and, like, whenever they needed someone to, like, host something, I'd be like, yo, me. I'll oh, really? And I just got up in there. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, the content for my presentations was always questionable. I remember... <laughs> <laughs> I've been junior or high school. It was for a philosophy class. We had to give presentations, and I did Rene Descartes, and I just talked about like that dude was like sleeping with everyone. He was sleeping with like princesses, and I just basically gave a presentation of all the crazy sex he was having. Uh, ended up getting a C. <laughs> no way. Got a C. <laughs> Congrats. I think. <laughs> I don't know if you said that as if you were being proud or if you were. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you said that in a way that was hard to <laughs> interpret. And I got a C, man. Yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it wasn't an F, which honestly it should have been. The C was, we're just going to pass you along. <laughs> yeah, the C was like, you did five minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. We need to talk about you're in a movie that's in theaters right now, Ryan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We're talking about acting. But that that was me um, being a comedian on stage. So it wasn't really acting. It was more like doing stand-up. So what? That you're was in, a movie. in a movie. What was the movie? Hidden Figures? Um. <laughs> <laughs> very Hidden Figures. Very, very. You remember the comedy club scene in Hidden Figures? I haven't seen it. No, I haven't a... seen it either because I want to, but I don't think there's a comedy club. Scene. <laughs> mm, I don't think so. Or in La La Land, I know it's not that movie because no. I saw that. It's this. Uh, it's called um, the Comedian. It's just a little movie with uh, Robert De Niro. Comedian or the comedian? I think comedian? it's the comedian. The comedian. Uh, yeah, with De Niro. Mm-hmm. And um, 
he plays a uh, a comedian who is kind of at the end of his career, who was a big sitcom star. This is weird. I've never talked about a movie. I feel like all of a sudden I'm like, oh, this is what people do on talk shows. Yeah. <laughs> Except I had my, I'm in a movie for five seconds. And, uh, so, and then in a moment we're like, going to go to the clip. Yeah, uh, you, if you would yeah. roll the clip, you would see there wouldn't even be enough time for you to roll a clip and see every all of <laughs> that I'm in the movie. You, there would be like 30 seconds of black and then be like, that's all that I have. It doesn't matter. You're in um, it. You know, it was a very cool experience and it was a lot of fun. I'd never really done anything like that. And it was really a hard thing because they they were shooting a show and they had an audience but they also had a film crew there and as things go it got the day just kept getting pushed and pushed and pushed so by the time i went on stage it was like three in the morning and the audience had been sitting there for like seven or eight hours or something it was at the comedy cellar correct? yeah it was at the comedy cellar it was at the village underground uh comedy cellar so they have two rooms is it like next door yeah it's around the corner oh around the corner okay so it's the comedy cellar at the village underground which looks very much like the comedy cellar but for the purposes of the movie it was taking place at the comedy cellar but you know they're both essentially the same and um yeah so it was there and yeah it was it was hard just because everybody was tired and i thought and everybody was there. There were people like the director was there, Taylor Hackford, who's a well-known director. And De Niro was there earlier in the day and he had left. But like Chris Rock came in to just see what was going on. So there was people hanging out and there was like a lot of people there. So yeah. I thought, oh, this could be a moment for me. <laughs> and I was like waited and waited and waited. And then I realized that it was going to be very difficult. So I made a choice like I'm just going to really – go after them hard i they're so tired I'm, i come up with a couple of lines that i've never done before and i'm oh, and yeah. then it was like oops i should have just performed at their level and brought them to me in a casual way like i almost always do but in that moment i tried to force this thing and in the end it it turned out fine but it took me a long time to get them to where i needed them what to was be. the direction that they were telling you like just go out and do 10 minutes or yeah go he, out and do two minutes or the director had come to some shows and along with de niro actually and i didn't even know they were in the audience but they had come to some shows and seen some comedians and then um he just called me out of the oh. blue and said hey um we're doing this thing we're going to shoot a show we're using some comedians we don't know what extent they're going to be used in the movie but would you like to do this i was like absolutely so he said send me what you want to do and i'll go through the set list with you so i sent him and he just said i like all of this i like all your stuff that you sent me so just do that do that set and that did was you basically like, did you like lean back and be like yeah <laughs> yeah you like all of it <laughs> um was if I may interject, so was yeah. it like an actual show they were recording, or yeah, was it, it was like an actual show? Okay. But you know, there was a film crew there, and they kept it. It didn't feel like an actual show. It was a real audience, but they also knew they were at a, a taping, and things were stopping, and they were also shooting other scenes, like with dialogue with the audience around earlier oh. before the show started. So there was a lot going on. So there's cameras going around and. So, you know, the audience is sitting there waiting for things to happen and between comics, just how it is on a set. But it was an actual show with an actual audience. Were they were they coached to, like, laugh harder or, um, you know, they... Do knew, you want to know? They, <laughs> they, they, well, 
they knew it was a uh, like when you go to a comedian's taping. Everybody knows it's a taping and it's a special event, and everybody's excited. Yeah. And generally, you do get more laughs. But they'd been sitting there so long that it was like they were just tired. They were like it was like a Tuesday night at really like two or three in the morning. Wow, is there that has there been a comic who's tried to pull that? Like, hey, well, this is rec- we're recording a special tonight, and just like keep doing it for like a year to get <laughs> hyped crowds. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I'll do that for the show tonight. I'll be like, I'm recording, but there's no cameras. Where are the cameras? Uh, you just can't see recording. Them. There's are there iPhones everywhere. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, uh, have you been? Just for so, did you see the movie? Yeah, I saw. I went to a screening of it uh, before it came out, and very cool. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. It was cool, like a New York screening. Yeah, New York at the um, where all the stars the, were there. No, it was a screening. I mean, everybody in the movie who was there, but there it wasn't like the premiere. It was like a special screening okay. for um they held it at the uh I think these I think one of the guilds, the director's guild, I think has a special screening f- theater just for screening. And so it was oh, held okay. there and it was yeah, it was cool. And um the director did a little welcome and just, you know, I knew a lot of the people there because there were a lot of comedians sure. in this movie. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was cool. And just uh, seeing, your, seeing my name go up in the credits was like, that was like the highlight. Where I was like, wow, I've never seen that before. That's kind of cool. Did you snap a picture? No, I, I didn't. <laughs> Do you still go to showings and every time you're on stage, just like nudge whoever's next to you, be like, oh, who's that? Who's that guy? Who's that? <laughs> no. <laughs> that is for sure what I'm going to do if I ever get in a movie. Be in like five seconds of Transformers, and I'll just be like, oh, who's that? Oh, that's me. Uh-huh. <laughs> Even if it's just a voice. Recognize that voice? You recognize that voice? <clears throat> recognize that voice? I'm that robot that. <laughs> that's a racist stereotype. <laughs> that's me. That <laughs> <laughs> the inappropriate robot. That's me. Um, did I meet first time in a movie, Ryan, or have you been in others? Um, first time in a wide release, actual national release movie. I've oh. been in a couple like small, limited release, independent things. But, oh, okay. Yeah, which I guess you would technically call movies. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, yeah, my first time in like anything like that. Very cool. Yeah. Very yeah, cool. yeah, it was cool. Do you have interest in acting, Pat? Um, I, yeah, I guess a passing interest. I'm not like taking classes or like going out there. Like okay. I would like to do now that I've moved to LA. I'd like to do auditions. But, That's like, kind of what I'm. Unless up. the part is like a person like me, it's not going to happen. I'm not. I cannot <laughs> inhabit like another. Per- it's like it's better be me. Otherwise, I can just stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a pep talk, Ryan. That's not the way to get a, to get oh, no, a job. Oh no, I'm fine with it. I I I feel the same way about myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Sorry, I can't help you. It, that's true. If, if it's not you, we're screwed. I think most comics kind of feel that way. Like uh-huh. Most comics are like, I I I'd love to do this, but it's got to be the right thing and feel comfortable. Yeah. You know? And some comics are really good at acting too. Like they can really inhabit this other thing but you're always kind of a version of yourself even when you're acting you sure know? even really great actors sure yeah no i don't want to skim over that that's exactly what i wanted to lead to is you you were here now and what you now. moved like a month a week ago and now you're back what, how does I that started happen? the move like two weeks ago finally arrived in la a week ago um, okay 
There's not a lot of story He's doing there. this remotely. This yeah. <laughs> Cabling it in. Uh, uh, well, I will, uh, I will give you some questions here. Why now? Why, why in 2017? Why did not last year? Why not next year? Why move now? Why now? Mm-hmm. Uh, I lived in Los Angeles in 2014 for a few months. Uh, honestly, my depression got bad, and I ran out of money, so I came back. Okay. Uh, and now I've got more money. Okay. Not like a lot. Uh, you know what? The depression might still be there, <laughs> but I've, you know, I've been talking to a therapist for a couple of years, feeling pretty good. Decided to uh, try it. Get some uh, vitamin D out there. Oh yeah, there's a lot. There's, there's vitamin D everywhere. Yeah. Although actually, it's been raining like every day since I moved there. Like like the worst oh. storm in like six years happened like a couple days after I got there. So nice. That dark cloud that follows me around <laughs> is helping end the drought. Yeah, that was funny. You said that on stage last night, followed by, and there's a big storm coming here. Yeah, as soon as I get back, it's like, like everything's your fault. It's like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where are you going now? Are you going back there next week? Yeah, Sunday. Okay. So, yeah. so if anybody's in L.A. right now, get your jackets out. It's going to get cold and rainy. Yeah, all the people in L.A. are getting their weather from the No Laugh Track podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's the Pat Sussmilch predictor. Um, you drove out there? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, how much do you pack for a for a move to, from Minnesota to, to California? Um, well, for me, it was pretty easy because everything I own takes up about half of my car. Okay. Uh, for my girlfriend, it was a lot more work because she owned, like, furniture and things. Ooh. Whereas for me, I was like, as long as my PlayStation makes it, I'm yeah. I'm fine. <laughs> I got it. So you moved there with your girlfriend? I did. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that part. All right. Yeah. All right. I don't, I don't, there's not much more to that. You got a roommate? Yeah. I yeah, assume that's yeah. who you're living with? Yeah. It's, uh, neither of us have jobs right now, which, uh, is fine. Norm, all my other friends, they have like wives or girlfriends that like have good jobs, and I'm trying to buck that trend. <laughs> it's like we're both we're both gonna make it. <laughs> when uh, com- let's compare this to like Ryan. Like when where what was your big move to New York? In your comedy to, career? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, I um, had a move where I put everything in my car that I owned um, and moved to Seattle. Actually, was my first move. Oh, okay. And I drove to Seattle, and I got a, a, you know, I rented half of a room in a basement with a drain in the middle and a light bulb hanging from the ceiling, and I did comedy every night. I lived there for a year, and um, but and then I started comedy in Salt Lake City, Utah, and I moved to Seattle just for comedy, and then I moved back to Salt Lake, but I was on the road middling a lot, and then okay. I moved to New York. Um, 10 years ago and that was also kind of a big I did something I taped a thing in New York and I'd never been there before and I went for like a day before the taping and the taping and then I came home so I'd been in New York like two days and then I a, a year for after that I moved there and okay. I'd never been there except for those two days and I just had put everything that I needed in a I, I basically moved on an airplane carried on a couple bags and had a sublet apartment for a few months and uh, found a guy who wanted to split the sublet and then I found another apartment eventually and um, yeah just ended up staying it was always kind of a thing like 
I'm just going to see how this is. I never signed a lease or anything, never had the money to sign a lease and uh-huh. just kind of yeah. bounced around New York. And then I started to be like, I wonder if I can do this. Like I moved to New York just to kind of as more curious than anything. And I always thought maybe eventually I'll end up in L.A. And I kind of thought this is the only time where I might have a New York experience in my life. And it was so different from anything I'd experienced in such an interesting place that I just thought, let's try it. Yeah. So I just kept trying it and just kept sticking around and then um no plans of leaving now no now i love it and i would rather be there than anywhere yeah Yeah. i love it yeah Um, what were the god what was was the first couple months like there because i know i've only been in la a week but i'm every day i'm like god what did i do oh yeah i mean it was hard i will say it was like starting over comedy wise definitely and i think that's just normal i you know I had had a I had a tup, couple of TV credits under my belt, and I was headlining on the road and middling good clubs. And I thought I should build. I got TV credits. I I was looking at the lineups on the clubs and going, I can you know I can get in these clubs. No, I moved there, yeah. and um, it was like starting over. It was like, well, what have you done here? As one of us. And it's like, oh, nothing. So um, it did feel a little bit like that. And I got discouraged, up, lots of up and downs. But it was like that for years. I was going on the road to get stage time. And then I would come home and do like produce shows with comedians and hang out even at produce shows and just like hang out and try and get on the produce show the next week. And in New York, there are a lot of shows. And there are in L.A. too. But yeah. Um, I think in New York it's even a little easier to get on stage than in L- L.A., yeah. but it's also, you know, it can be cold and you live in a shoebox. And, and L- if there was a moment where I thought, maybe like three or four years into New York, I thought, I'm going to L.A. because I'm not getting on stage here, and at least in L.A. I can, like, be in the sun, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and it's great. And yeah. um, and I love L.A. too, and I think it's a great place to be. But I think either way, it's just that's just what you go through. There's just a moment. Yeah. But you're, I think you're well-prepared. Like, you have all this experience under you, and at a certain point you just have to make the move. I think it's the right thing to do. Yeah. And you just got to go through it, and everybody does. But, you know, if you can find things to do to kind of keep you occupied and just be aware that that's the norm, I think it helps. Yeah. And you've got some, like, uh, I mean, obviously friends out there, but, like, Minnesota friends. Yeah, i got some friends. Like, right now, uh, my girlfriend and I are, are staying in a room at Andy Erickson's. And oh, Alex you are? Stein's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Down in, or not down, but up in North Hollywood. Uh, and that's actually uh, pretty pleasant. Uh, they have a cat that's really friendly. Her name's Mountain Goat. Okay. <laughs> uh, she really loves jumping on things, so it's a pretty apropos name. Um <laughs> It makes so much sense to me that Andy has a cat named Mountain Coat. I don't know yeah. why. <laughs> I've known this cat a long time. I, I, I've I've known this cat her whole life. It's a great cat. Uh, a cat that you're, as I learned last night on stage, you're allergic to. I'm very much allergic to cats and most animals. Most yeah. animals. Yeah. It sucks. I'm allergic to dogs. It just it feels like I'm allergic to love. It's just <laughs> oh no. Because like I'll go to I'll go and like a cat will like rub on me or like jump on my lap and I gotta be like no <laughs> get out of here not me yeah. <laughs> not me no that's rough. Yeah. That, that is so you're living okay you're living with uh, Andy and Alex yeah oh, that's cool and, and like it's 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 uh it's difficult not the living part but like. I'm trying to get on shows that I have already been on in the past. And, like, I just got an email today, like, oh, yeah, send a tape. And it's like, but I've been on the show. 
three times. Now, when you it's say like show, the, the tape is from going to be from your show. <laughs> when you say that, you mean like a like there's a what do they call it? Like a Tuesday night like show, just like a just like a, or? like a booked curated showcase that are usually run by other comics. Okay, they want to see a tape for a show yeah. like that. Oh, that's yeah. Not- every show has like their own booker like i have a friend that i met when i was yeah. out there the first time i met in an improv 101 class at ucb and i he has a show and i sent him a message like hey man can i do your show now that i live out here and he's like yeah let me pass your name on the booker and i'm like ah oh, yeah okay uh, yeah. right <laughs> I haven't heard anything. i know they all have a booker i've never had to send a tape and that's like an la thing I yeah think. i don't yeah but did you consider new york instead of la or was it always la um, the weird thing is when I was younger, like my early twenties, I, I loved New York, but now that I'm older, I've found, I really love being alone. <laughs> and in LA, you can like go disappear in like a hiking trail. That's like a 20 minute drive yeah, away. That's great about LA. Uh, and in New York, it's kind of like impossible to be alone. And I just, honestly, I want to try a place that didn't have winter. I'm kind of tired of winter. Yeah. It's so nice. The weather's great. And also, you mentioned to me that you are interested not just in stand-up, but writing. And when we yes, did that audition, writing. you had some interest in like just seeing what the script looked like and everything. Yeah. So L.A. is a great place to be yeah. to experience that. Yeah, it's really... I, I wrote a pilot there uh, you go. that's oh. uh, about my experiences. I'm just going to pitch it to you. It's about a high school student <laughs> council that's corrupt, based on my time on a student council that was corrupt. Don't do that. It's going to show up somewhere now. No! <laughs> Delete it! <laughs> Cut it out. People, we need more TV shows about high school. There aren't enough. I do like that idea, though. Oh, God. <laughs> Who's, is this live? Uh, they're actually, it's in uh, development as we speak, uh, as of 30 seconds ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, sorry. Can I say that? Can I swear? I'm like really nervous. I don't know if anyone told you, but apparently yesterday morning, Someone called the club to complain that me and Greg were like swore in our sets because like, we came to see Ryan because he's clean, and then uh, oh. opener swore. I'm like, I'm so sorry, but also not, what? but also yes. That's what happens to me a lot. It's um, you know, I get billed as a clean comedian because I happen to be a clean comedian, but I don't really put that label on myself. But right. you know, when I go do press, they always pick that up because other press has said that about me, and you watch my act, and it kind of stands out. And uh, that, I mean, that I'm clean stands out. Not that my accent, that sounded like braggart. But <laughs> what I'm saying is that you would watch my set and go, oh, that guy didn't curse. It's kind of interesting. So everybody wants to interview you about that. And so that's the way the show gets built. And then people come to the show for that reason. And then the openers have this strange experience because <laughs> they don't. So, you know, and I normally don't bring somebody with me. And um, everybody on the show's great, but that happens. Yeah, so sorry about that. It's fine. I hope you didn't get like a email from a fan being like, "No, I think they would just people. email you." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think <laughs> I'm the good guy in this scenario. <laughs> yeah, interesting. Have you have you have you experienced that before, Pat? What of getting a piece cursing too much? Um. Only on my shows. Only on only on Ryan's shows. <laughs> I don't know. I was like quote unquote edgier when I was first starting comedy, and I got some complaints about me. Um, what was the one? Oh God! One, remember when there was that big earthquake and tsunami in Japan? 
I was doing an open mic here. This was like the day after, and someone did like just the hackiest jokes, and I was up after him, and I was like, hey, call Japan, because that set was groundbreaking. Uh, just being a dick, and then uh-huh. someone complained because they had family in Japan. I was oh. like, oh, oh boy, Oof. yeah. You listen Oof. to enough stuff, you're gonna get. It's gonna hit you, you know. Or vice yeah. versa. You say enough stuff, I'm you're just, gonna I'm, offend somebody. I am so glad that there is not a lot of proof of my early comedy experiences. I get like Facebook does like, uh, oh, this day ten years ago, and like my statuses, and I'm like, oh Christ. <laughs> This is going to get me fired someday. Dude, I've been seeing, I've been looking at those and I'm like, I didn't write that. (laughs) I did not, like, I'll see them from 2009, this day in your Facebook history. And it's like a status. And I'm like, there's no, I don't remember any of this. (laughs) Yeah, it's like, none of it. I don't, that's not a word I use. (laughs) Was I I quoting someone? This is not me. It's just like, when I was like 18 and 19, I was like, a libertarian at the time because when you're an 18 year old white kid from the suburbs like <laughs> libertarianism really speaks to you uh, and i just sometimes get these things popping up i'm like oh christ <laughs> but i don't delete it because that just feels like like i need to like atone for these things and if i delete it i'm taking a shortcut oh yeah you i don't know wanna... i know what you mean about that i never delete things either occasionally i'll delete something if i if i put it up and then I immediately am like, oh, that shouldn't be there. And I delete <laughs> yeah. it. But if it's already been there for a while, it's like, I guess it's just living there. I can't leave it now. I saw on uh, your social media, Pat. Oh, God. You know, cried at the, in the oatmeal section of a grocery store. Yeah. Um, who, no one else has cried at grocery stores? Yeah. Who hasn't? Yeah. Exa- you know, I had a panic of... attack at one once. Thank you. What and was I, yours about? I... Uh, I it, it, uh, it was out of nowhere. Oh yeah! It was when I, I was. It was a year or so span where I was having like legitimate panic attacks. Yeah. Like, yeah. <gasps> I'm dying! I'm dying! Yeah. This is like ten years ago. Yeah. But I was in a grocery store and it was like I can't even go another foot. I got to get out of here immediately. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. no crying. No yeah. crying. I don't know. It was just like you know. Yeah. Sometimes you have like a tumultuous time in your life, and I was at. I wanted to buy some oatmeal, and there are just so many. <laughs> choices and it's like to be hard and it's like oh christ (laughs) yeah exactly it's like oh this one's right organic this one's cheaper and it's like oh do i want the quaker brand or do i want to get like this young upstart brand there's there's like like a hundred options what does steel cut mean is that better for me do i want steel cut what do i do i want instant do i want to have to boil water first there's just too many options you're trying to do a good thing for yourself by buy oatmeal and it becomes the hardest thing and it's just the world is and like then cruel. You know, you're sitting there looking at the nutrition facts. And you're like, oh, this one's got fewer calories, but oh, the serving size is slightly smaller. What's going on? Then you got to do math, and then you just yeah. get overwhelmed, and you just start crying because mm-hmm. you're actually upset about other things going on in your life. Yeah. And then you read that the uh, instant peaches and cream flavor, yeah. there are no peaches. That's apple that's flavored like peach. Really? Oh, your mind's blown. Wow. I stopped eating those flavored ones because of the sugar thing. But yeah. now I just put like raisins in my oatmeal and honey. I, You're I, old. No, I'm kidding. I do that too. I, am old. I, I am. do that too. And a it's glass awesome. of warm milk. <laughs> I, you drink. You're still drinking milk. Oh wait, what? <laughs> you got to get off that, man. Uh, I'm sorry. I actually naturally stopped drinking milk over the course of my life, and now when I drink it, I feel terrible because apparently your body stops oh, making yeah. whatever enzyme you need. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So now I, I drink almond milk, which is just water run through crushed up almonds. 
<laughs> yeah, I, like I heard the latest. I, I actually like it. I didn't know for a long time that most almond milk is like flavored. Now that I get like unsweetened, I'm like, oh, this is actually no, all right. Yeah. yeah, the vanilla is delicious. Yeah, that's your opinion. <laughs> no, I'm right. <laughs> it says it on the box. It's well known. It's delicious. I um. There's a commercial for that right now, and they're like going, uh, do you, so you know, it's only like 2% almond or something like that. Have you seen this? They're, they're, they're trying to stir up a controversy on oh, almond is the, milk. Is it the Dairy Commission that uh, is trying yes. to get involved? Yes, it is. Yeah. Really? Uh-huh. Oh, wow. Oh, that's interesting. That's hilarious. Yep. Pick they're your trying side. Trying to take down big almond milk. Uh huh. Do, do you remember the milk wars of <laughs> the late 2016 and 17? <laughs> it broke up families. I know. Yeah. yeah. That's such a weird argument. Like, I know when I'm buying almond milk, because I want. My almond intake to get upped. That's why I'm <laughs> using it. No, I want something on my cinnamon toast crunch. <laughs> I stopped following my uh, family members on Facebook because we have different views of milk. Yeah, it's just not it gets happening. too much. Yeah, yeah. It gets it's way too much. Is that like a reference to Trump and stuff, or what's going on there? <laughs> yes. I've only ever unfriended one person over political differences, and it was a guy. And the reason I unfriended him is besides he was trolling everything I posted, he would like his own comments. And I was like, I can't have this. You can't like your own comments. No. You, you should actually automatically get booted off Facebook if you yeah. do that. Yeah, there should be like an appeals process. Like, oh, I'm so sorry, it was an accident because sometimes you yeah. scroll through your phone. That's true. Maybe you <laughs> but, bumped uh, the wrong. Maybe you're yeah, you're trying to scroll and accidentally you hit like. Yeah, I've done that. Yeah, that was a that was a pretty okay anecdote I just tossed out there. <laughs> it wasn't bad. I mean, everybody it's very relatable. Everybody's got a Facebook. And I my like the fa- kids. That's true. Mine's such a mess. I have so many people that I don't even know who I'm following, and it's just the time I don't. I don't. I don't know. What for each year? What is your extent of uh, social media these days? How how far have you gone? You have you got a you got a <laughs> Not Facebook. Yeah, I have a Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And um, Instagram historically has been the one that I'm most active on, but I haven't been that active as of late. Okay. And Facebook, I scroll through, but I don't post much. On my com- comedy page, I post my dates and stuff. That's about it. I wish. It, I guess it's supposed to be more, but <laughs> it uh, doesn't have to be. <laughs> well, it kind of does if you <laughs> want to be successful. <laughs> yeah. I Unfortunately, it I, feels that way. I, yeah, it feels. I don't. I don't like social media. Like I, I'll, I'll scroll through it, but like I don't. I don't know. Every, everyone's like, "Oh, you got to be posting like funny status and stuff." I was like, "Nah, man. I don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to have to filter everything I do through. Like, is this going to be a funny tweet? Like, I have friends yeah. that like have like thousands of followers, and they like." agonize over the wordings of their tweets yeah. and they're like if it doesn't get this many likes within five minutes i gotta delete it and then post it at a more peak time and i'm like that who cares yeah. pe- people do that people oh. like try and game that stuff and it's <laughs> like i don't want to if i'm gonna put effort into something i don't like i can just go get a real job and make way more money <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it's not why we started comedy not why i started comedy but some people love it, and I. Some people are really good at it too, and I don't think that that's a bad thing. But it's just usually not my thing. Yeah, yeah. And I don't understand what makes people popular on Twitter because I'll have people that like do like really funny jokes that like get like one fave, and then someone will post like, "Oh, woke up today," and it'll get like ten k likes. <laughs> yeah, I don't understand. You're right, and when you try to like make sense of that, it'll drive you nuts. Yeah, yeah. it's like, oh, just because you're like. You're an 
actor in a movie that's very famous, not known for yeah. being funny whatsoever, but you would do something like try to make mm-hmm. a joke and it's like 500 likes and yeah. you're like, what? Yeah. They, they, what? Yeah. This doesn't really match up with the mm-hmm. talent or like right. the quality there. But. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Or like memes. I don't care about memes. Memes? I don't know if that's because I'm getting older or what, but I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't. I think that's okay. You don't have okay. to. You don't All have right. to. Perfect. <laughs> I don't know if you saw um, Ryan, but Pat had he you. I'm going to remind you of this. You set freaking Facebook on fire. I think it was last fall. I did with the picture from the gas station. Oh God. Dude, I forgot. What was that picture? What were I the forgot numbers? too, but I was going back and I saw it early, uh, earlier this week. I pumped gas and it was like exactly five gallons of gas for exactly ten dollars, and I took a picture and like really spoke to people. It was the <laughs> it's the most I ever got That's out hilarious. of social media. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah. And even yeah, he's right. But, I mean, I don't I don't know if that's accurate, but I remember you writing that. Like, I can't believe the amount of yeah. attention this <laughs> fucking thing is. No, it got more likes than when I announced I was going to be on Last Comic Standing. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this. It's like one of those it's like very it's a very satisfying thing to see it is. everything. Oh, I did see that and I was like, "Nice." Yeah. Taking oh, a picture yeah. of this. It's just soothing. It's like, like those weird videos of like, oh, they manufacture things in a perfect way. Do you know what I'm talking about? It's just a video edited with like things are in perfect order. Yeah. And it's just like a satisfying. Yeah. Th- that's kind of the same emotion. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. great. Yeah. That's hilarious. I paid, that's so uh, funny. I, I paid um, two twelve a gallon earlier today. So. Oh, that's never going to turn into something. No. No. <laughs> what are you doing, man? <laughs> I do when I f- when I fill up my gas tank, I do try and stop it on even numbers just cuz that does really speak to me. Yeah. But that was the first time both numbers were even. I was like, "What?" <laughs> and I just had to st- I stopped pumping gas, took out my phone, take a picture. It's a busy gas station. <laughs> like people are waiting to get in and I'm like, "Hold on. Do you see this?" Also, we're not supposed to use our phones at gas stations, right? Yeah, you mean you're not supposed to do a lot of things. <laughs> I mean, just another reason why you uh, that photo's great. Like, I was kind of upset that I prepaid because I wanted to like, get to go into the, just like throw down a 10 and be like, change, I don't need it. Uh, no, not this time. <laughs> not this time. And then I'll be like, put my photo up on a wall like I ate a giant steak or something. <laughs> You'll be up next to the uh, recent Powerball winners yeah. at this <laughs> gas station. Also, this guy hit it big at the <laughs> pump four. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Um, you, uh, I want to mention this for people that are coming to the shows uh, this week. Pat, you were selling your, uh, you got your CD long? Yeah, got it- Got CDs in the in the buttons. Got little or pins, pins, whatever. Pins, buttons. With wh- whose face are on those pins? That's my face. I feel like you've been asking mostly me questions. This great. Oh, okay, perfect. <laughs> yeah, it's just a button on my face. In case you want to put my face on you, people have been buying those like crazy. I bet I've sold like two CDs this week and like twenty pins. I bet. Like, All right. Yeah. There is nothing identifying on the pins that says it's me. It's just a picture of me. On the back, doesn't say my name or anything. Real oversight, honestly. But they're pretty hot sellers, right? They're pretty hot sellers because no one, I don't know if no one wants CDs or if they just don't want to hear me. Uh, no, it's like well, a nice thing. No. You, they're easy to carry around. Yeah. Yeah. But I was like, I, w- I was telling him last night, I would love it if, if just somewhere in the world at some point someone saw one of these pins on somebody and was <laughs> like, 
you're a Pat fan. Yeah. I know you. They just like they just like open their coat. Yeah. And just like look at that. Yeah. Because they would they would want to hide it. They like would want to. It would have <laughs> been would have been great if you had one on last night when Pat's dad was. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you mean this guy? This guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or if Pat's dad had one on, that would have been even better. Or if you both had one on, I don't know. There's a lot of options. <laughs> I'm just progressively going to get more and more stupid merch, <laughs> and just pitch it the whole show. I, I love it. <laughs> the pin is a great idea. And honestly, like you're saying, like maybe it was an oversight not putting your name on it, but. The other side is, you know, someone sees it and goes, what the fuck is that? Yeah. And then you have to explain everything about it. Yeah. Then your name's out there. I genuinely think people will forget who I am, but will still own the pin. Well, then there's that, too. <laughs> there's Which that is, too. what? fine, whatever. hundred years from now, people are going to find that in an attic. And they're like, who's this guy? We'll never know. Oh, they'll know. Oh, yeah, they'll know. <laughs> this was in Grandma's jewelry box yeah. <laughs> with it'll, all the old rings. It'll start whatever snowball effect where I get, like, huge 100 years from now. It'll be like, what was that, Searching for Sugar Man or whatever <laughs> that documentary was? Oh, That's yeah. going to be me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be are, huge. Are you, uh, you're not peddling any wares after the shows, Ryan, are no. you? <laughs> Thanks for phrasing it like that. <laughs> yeah, peddling wares. Yep. Uh, no, I'm You're not, a wear uh, peddler. I just, it's like I got frying pans and stuff. I'm not, uh, <laughs> I'm not hack, hawking any, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not hawking any sundries. <laughs> I just decided I didn't want to do that, you know? No, just here for the art, right? <laughs> it's just about the craft. Um, no, I don't have anything, which I think is a mistake. I should have something, but I just don't. I never have come up with anything. Um, or, I don't know. People are always like, where's your CD? I don't have a CD because I always want to do a special, so I'm waiting to do my special. Okay. That's what I'm waiting for. I don't want to release it as a CD and then... So, but it's getting a little ridiculous now at this point. Couldn't you just do a CD and then do it as a special? Well, or? you know, people say that, but uh, I, I want to do a special. But they always go. Then it wouldn't feel as special. Yeah, and it's saying. also, you know, someone produces it and goes, this hasn't been anywhere, right? Oh, no. <laughs> it's been <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Now I have something for uh, Ryan, Pam. The uh -oh. attention nice. is off of you. I was going through, uh, I knew you were on Instagram because I was going, well, I follow you on there. I have for a while. Oh, okay. But I was, was going back, um, and I think I must have seen it in the past, but it didn't register until okay. your set last night. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm not going to give away your jokes here, but there's one of, I don't know, about a trip to Disney. Oh, yeah? Yes. By yourself. Yes. There's actual to, proof of that. I went to Disney by myself. Yeah, did I say that on stage? Sometimes I, I say it. You can actually go to my Instagram. <laughs> oh, I don't think you did last night, no. Because I talk about, yeah, it's okay. We can talk about the joke. It's yeah. fine. I, I talk about going to Disney World alone and riding a roller coaster alone. And there's a photo of that. And I, so I have this whole joke. And then it's, but I wrote the joke. I posted the thing the day I did it. And then the joke kind of just came about later so i've kind of I've, I've actually wanted to do like a video like a youtube a video of that joke cutting between this <laughs> the stand-up and the photo yeah! of me alone on That'd the roller fantastic. coaster oh you could just b print it out and like blow it up <laughs> yeah. it'll be like when bernie brought that tweet onto the senate floor yeah <laughs> oh yeah that'd be great just... at the live show that'd be great I think that probably, speaking of like most popular uh, social media posts, that was right up there. That one was like really <laughs> crazy, which was unexpected also. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
yeah, and it's just as you describe it on stage backseat yeah, all I by love, yourself. I love that. I wish I had photos of all my jokes because <laughs> because people don't believe this stuff. But that's just like I didn't write the joke because there was a photo of it. It just happened to sure. be that there was a camera there. <laughs> like everything is real. So I like that because that's why I like saying that on stage. It's just like this weird offsite footnote confirmation. It's like when you write a research paper, you have to annotate it. And that's like my comedy annotation <laughs> like um, was, this is uh there's a credible source behind this joke i haven't seen the picture is this like one of the ones you get from like the roller coaster did you buy it or did you just take a I photo i took a photo of the photo <laughs> as i also talk about no, on you stage did, yes you did i haven't heard yeah. the joke yet yeah, yeah i'm gonna be honest yeah i know the first night uh, i was with a friend who loves going to disney by herself all the time and we just wow. heard through the door like i went to disney by myself she's like that's not weird <laughs> It's not weird to do that. <laughs> Why is he even talking about it maybe being weird? It's not weird. It's not weird. <laughs> and I'm like, it's kind of weird. It's, it's it feels weird when you're doing it. <laughs> yeah, how long were you waiting in line to get on that roller coaster by yourself? I mean, yeah, like, well, the first line, I, I had like four hours there, and I went to the Haunted Mansion first because I had been there as a kid, and I wanted to see if I could remember it. it. Up. Yeah. It and doesn't. so <laughs> I went to the front. There was like this fast pass line. And I went to the front, and I was like, how do these fast pass works? And the girl goes, are you here alone? <laughs> and I go, yeah. And she goes, how long have you been here? I go, I just got here. <laughs> and she was like, well, you're supposed to order these fast passes in advance, but here, take these. I think she felt bad for me, so she gave me four fast passes. Oh, wow. So I think, uh, I think, I mean, I did wait in line for a long time for a couple of rides, but I might on Splash Mountain that one I might have used one of the fast passes that got me like a fifteen minute wait instead of like an hour wait. I went on like six rides in like four hours, and there's no arguing. The longer I talk about this, the sadder it (laughs) seems. Just the that's like the the phrase Splash Mountain to be on Splash Mountain alone. alone. Yeah, it's very sad. I right. mean, you're in the there's like animatronic singing, and you're just looking around. Next time, are you gonna like bring along a, a differently abled child to get ahead of the lines? Because that's apparently a thing. People, you can really? like rent out. People rent out their like disabled children. Because wow. Because if you're in a wheelchair, like you get to the front of the line, and like people will spend like hundreds of dollars to rent a child. Oh my gosh. Because this is the world we live in. Yeah. Oh, it's so wrong. It's it's great for that kid though. Yeah, right. <laughs> Assuming they're getting the money, I don't know. Maybe it's like a yeah. Gary Coleman thing where the oh, parents no. are just mismanaging. Oh. <laughs> Here, take him with. <laughs> I don't know if it's weirder to rent a kid or be the parents that are cool renting out your kid. I think, uh, yeah, they're both really wrong. Unless it's the kid's idea, then that is capitalism. And I that's guess great. so. Even if it's the kid's idea, I feel like I'd have to go. I'm an adult for a reason, <laughs> and this isn't what you should think. Uh, I guess that would... I don't know how I'd respond as a parent if my kid was like, hey, what if the Johnsons pay you 400 bucks and I go with them to Disneyland so they can get ahead of line? Like, I don't know if that's... As a parent, I would. Uh, I can tell you, I would say, um, yep, and I get 200, you get 200. <laughs> all right, yeah, okay. Yeah, that's funny, mm-hmm. because you talk to parents, and we have all this things that like i often hear that from parents it's like they have a different opinion than because it's just like anything in life you don't know until you you've uh, there's no way to know until you experience it did uh I, there's one other thing i wanted to mention about yeah. last night's show uh 
It was yeah. When you, you Pat, you mentioned um, firehouse subs. Yeah, I did rail against firehouse subs. And the funniest thing, which I just fucking loved, is I wrote it down. A woman over there, like stage left, goes, yeah. "We don't have those." And then someone in front, "Yes, we do." Yeah. I was like, "What is going on?" <laughs> I started a real controversy. Why? Why are they debating? Why is the crowd debating whether we have firehouse subs? I Who cares? Hate, I hate it when people correct things on. <laughs> That are said on stage that are obviously, you can look beyond. The joke is not about this At minute all. detail. Yeah. I it's like a pet peeve, but people cannot contain themselves, and it's like it doesn't even matter, you know. Yeah. I think you might have actually heard me. I went what? <laughs> Maybe <laughs> it, I don't know. We don't have those. Yes, we do. And I went what? Like yeah. I don't speak up. You know, like yeah. I, I have good manners in the comedy club. But that was like you got to be kidding yeah. me. And yeah. it's this I isn't happening. I didn't care because it's not a joke I was attached to. I just needed to fill time because I wasn't going to do a bit. I'm working on a bit about my dad, and he was at the show, and I was like, it's not ready yet because you got to. I guess I ask people if I can joke about them on stage, but. After I find out if the joke is like worth keeping, like <laughs> I work, I work on it before I let them know it's happening, which is probably dishonest. Is that? <laughs> I understand why, because when you, uh, it's hard to ask someone about that, and why go through that process unless you're actually going to use the joke? Yeah. <laughs> so will uh, will you use it tonight then? That you're working the one you're working on. Yeah, probably. I like a shorter version. I think you maybe heard it Tuesday. It was a little more raw then. And I was like, because I haven't had a chance to work on it because I've been in L.A. and I'm not getting up anywhere. But, uh, yeah, probably need to shorten it because it's real sad. Oh. But you can work on it when I'm without yeah. Dad here in the audience. Yeah. Right I, on? Yeah, my comedy is a real emotional roller coaster <laughs> <laughs> that you ride alone. <laughs> we all ride it alone. <laughs> Uh, is there anything else we should be uh, mentioning about uh, you guys? To, that I you're can't like, think of anything. No? No. I, nothing. Nothing. If anyone's coming to the show, if they want to bring like a case of LaCroix, that'd be pretty cool. LaCroix? Any yeah. flavor you have in particular? Uh, the Pamplemousse. Pam, 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 pam. Grapefruit. <laughs> okay. I was going to say you're making things up. Grapefruit. It's whatever French for grapefruit is. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, here's a re- request for sparkling water. Nothing, Ryan? Um, no other no other De Niro movies. I did. Uh, I, I I performed at Carnegie Hall. Oh my God! Thank you. I came, if oh, I would have been dope. kicking myself if I didn't mention that. Yes. Oh. Holy shit. Yes. Um, I saw the. Uh, that was pretty crazy. Yeah. Say something about that, please. Well, I'm working with um, a very famous comedian from France. His name's Gad El Malay, and he um he has seven million Twitter, Twitter followers. I yeah, saw. Yeah, he's very famous in Europe and especially France, and um. He's a um, uh, in America. He's starting an English American career doing comedy in English for the last three or four years. He's kind of been on this journey, and the last year he's been really spending a lot of time here. And uh, he did this big tour, and I did a few dates with him on the tour. I don't know how many cities, twenty, thirty cities, something. And the last date was at Carnegie Hall, and I opened for him there at Carnegie Hall. And yeah, sold out Carnegie Hall. It was really just like a couple, like a week ago or so, right? Yeah, two weeks ago on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, and uh, Seinfeld was there. Gad and Seinfeld are friends, and and Seinfeld did a walk-on bit in the middle of Gad's set. The crowd went crazy. Wow! So it was pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah just to be on that stage was like really. 
Really amazing. Yeah. yeah. Just, uh, yeah, it was kind of a crazy experience. I didn't even get to walk on before. I didn't get to do a sound check or anything. And I met Jerry before, and he told me, have you ever been on in this one of these rooms before? And I go, oh, like this room? Yeah. And he goes, oh, you have? And I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it's an interesting experience because there are no wings. And this is what uh, Seinfeld told me, is that there are no wings. There's it, In these big concert halls that are built for acoustics, they have a door on the side of the theater, and they open the door, and you go out, and then the door closes, and then you're out there alone. So, like, usually in a theater, there's wings on the other side, and yeah. you see people, production, maybe your buddy's over there, and it feels like you're on a stage and you can escape. But in this big concert hall, it really feels strange when you walk out there and then the door just clunk behind yeah. you, and you walk out Does to your lock. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, let me in. Let me. It, it automatically opens after 10 minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you better stretch if you don't have enough. Yeah. So, um,. Yeah, I did that. And that was pretty uh um I'd never I'd performed in some places, but that was I mean one of the bigger. It was like 2800 seats. And I I'd, I'd done uh uh I'd performed when I say I'd done. I was on a show with many other comedians, but I did like 10 minutes at um Sydney Opera House one time. Oh, yeah. Also, oh. which was also amazing. Um but Carnegie Hall felt um it's bigger. It's just huge. The ceilings are big and it's um, and your yeah. mom was there. My mom was there. Yes, it's all about family here. Yeah. Your mom, oh, she was, was there. there. She, my mom came, which was really oh, nice to have that's her. That's good that she's there for that. In addition to the Idaho Falls or whatever. <laughs> yeah, oh, right. right. Yeah. yeah, she she kind of shoehorned everything with that, or uh, bookended, I should say, yeah. not shoehorned. I don't know where shoehorned and bookend got mixed, confused. But uh, yeah, she was there. Um, which was really great. Um, my dad would have loved to have come too, but he couldn't make it. He can't travel right now much. But he, uh, but she was there, and it was awesome to have her there, and it was mind blowing for her. Just to, when she's in New York, it's just like crazy. Coming from Idaho, rural Idaho to New York is like it's hard to wrap your head around that. And then this whole experience was just amazing. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I, thank you. For, I I had that in my notes. I no problem. Just like skipping over. No things. worries. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. All I right, been kicking myself. No, no yeah. worries. All right, um, we'll see you at Carnegie Hall. Okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's already done it. <laughs> Next time. Right. Or Idaho Falls, one of the two. <laughs> <clears throat> Fellas, thank you. Thank you. Thank Great you. to see both of you uh, again and uh, continued success. And people ought to come out and see the shows. Yeah. Yeah, bring Thanks, LaCroix. Man. Bring LaCroix. Yeah. And uh, weird Reese's shaped things. Oh, yeah, we'll do a taste test. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>